Hi, I'm Sam Candy. Welcome to Sustain Talks. Today, I'm joined by Callum Miller, CEO and co-founder of Ethi, a company that makes sustainable shopping easy. We're going to talk about consumerization and why now it's more important than ever to make ethical choices when you are shopping. Hello, Callum. How are you? Hi, Sam. I'm really good. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Welcome to Sustain Talks. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about you and why you decided to launch Ethi? Sure. So, yeah, I'm, I'm Callum, one of the three co-founders of Ethi, um, a new startup in the sustainability space. Um, so, yeah, we, we launched Ethi because sustainability is something that's really important to us as a team. Um, we were having the problems uh, that many of our users are having now, which was to, we were finding it hard to shop sustainably. Greenwashing, greenwashing was running rampant, and it's a kind of widespread problem. Um, only recently, people have started to kind of take awareness to it, um, and, and we thought there must be a better way to do this, um, a, a solution that provides more transparency in businesses, um, and also helps businesses to demonstrate that, um, yeah. how they communicate their sustainability efforts, um, and just kind of facilitate the communication between brand and consumer. Um, so yeah, we launched Ethi in March of this year. Um, it kind of has two core offerings, um, one of which is a sustainability accreditation, which is founded on the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. So the accreditation aims to demonstrate how the brand is contributing to the different UN Sustainable Development Goals. And um, the second offering is we have an online platform, so an app, um, which connects our sustainable brands that have passed our accreditation framework with today's conscious consumers. Um, so it provides a really reliable source of sustainable brands for them to connect with and find um, ethical and sustainable products that will, will enable them to live a more environmentally considerate lifestyle. Um, the app also has several other features. Um, so a map feature, so you can find sustainable shops nearby. We also have an open banking feature where you can connect your bank card. And every time you make a payment, you find out a bit about how sustainable that business is. So all in all, we're trying to create more transparency um, and make it easier for businesses and consumers to do good in the world. Yeah, it's brilliant. I've used it myself uh, since I found out about it and I love it. And I'm always checking up to see if companies are on it and what their accreditations are. So, you know, congratulations. And I really think actually this is going to be the future of shopping. Um, we're coming up to Christmas. Obviously, it's a busy time for people to shop. And, you know, I would admit myself that, I used to shop without thinking uh, quite a lot, you know, and especially at Christmas, I'd buy loads and loads of presents for people without thinking, you know, things that I'd get presents that I never wanted and, you know, that weren't really useful. What are your views on consumerization? It's got quite bad, right? Yeah, I, I think it has. I mean, I think it's a natural result of, of the kind of uh, globalised world we live in and capitalism. Um, I think the kind of big issue with, with uh, consumerization is that it's created this kind of culture of kind of overconsumption. Um, people are buying much more than they need, um, which I think we, we, we're all kind of, we've fallen victim to that. It's just the kind of culture and world we live in today. Um, companies have these huge marketing campaigns that kind of make you feel like you need this product when in fact you don't need that extra pair of shoes or buying twice as much food as you need. Um, so I think what we kind of we, we really need is a kind of shift in mentality um, and start to question, do I need to buy this? Um, is it really unnecessary? Is it just going to sit in the back of my wardrobe and not get used? Um, and quite often you'll find the answer is yes, I don't really need this item. Um, so, yeah, I think that's 
um, what we need in terms of kind of combating um, consumerization, which has really been a huge impact um, in terms of obviously depleting natural resources, greenhouse gas emissions. Um, so yeah, I think if you're talking about the kind of global warming and the situation we're in today, consumerization is at the heart of that. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And, you know, as I said before, I think I'm one of those people that's been part of that. And now, you know, I really think about, I think since COVID especially, I'm so much more careful about what I buy. Do I need it? Um, I think even more so because I spend a lot more time at home as well. So, you know, how much do I really need around me? Um, but it is quite difficult to, you know, especially on packaging and when you're out shopping and online, it's easier, easier to research, but it is quite challenging to buy ethic, ethically. Um, how, how do you overcome that? What should you be looking for? Well, I mean, like, so, I mean, there's things to look out for to, to avoid unethical companies. I think um, recently we've begun to be more aware of the kind of buzzwords. Lots of companies these days are using the words eco-friendly, green, um, without kind of backing up those claims. Um, what we need to be looking out for is genuine scientific evidence um, behind those claims. Um, luckily, we're getting lots of new kind of certifications and accreditations um, who are kind of third-party bodies who are kind of validating the claims of big businesses. Um, and I think we need to rely more on those, um, some kind of impartial body to say, right, this is a genuine, sustainable business. The products that, that they create are both socially and environmentally responsible. So I think that's what we need to be doing, because I think we've, we've found that we, we can't trust the claims of big brands. Um, so many of them are greenwashing um, and they'll continue to do so as long as they're allowed to do that. So, yeah, we need to be looking elsewhere for, for that source of kind of trust, I think. Yeah. Are there any quick um, giveaways? I mean, are there any stamps that you do think you should trust at the moment? I know there's so many around and I think that it, that's the problem that you, at the moment people just don't know, well, who should I trust? How, how can you tell? Well, I mean, I suppose the big one is, is B Corp. Um, I think they're kind of, kind of number one. I mean, they, they cover all the kind of social, economic and the environmental kind of aspects of businesses. They are quite a holistic solution. So they really do dig deep. And it's not easy to get your kind of B Corp status. It's a long process. I think it can take up to a year. So yeah. I think, yeah, I'd recommend kind of looking at B Corp for the kind of most trustworthy certification out there. Um, but there's lots of others. We've got kind of Leaping Bunny in the cruelty-free space, Fair Trade um, in yeah, the Fair Trade space. Um, so yeah, there's kind of lots, lots springing up. Um, yeah. but I would also always recommend doing your own research and not relying solely on these accreditations um, because, yeah, it's, it's always kind of advisable to kind of look into things yourself, I think. Yeah. So on Ethi, you must have gone through all of the brands and found some that are completely sort of going above and beyond and more outstanding. What brands are you uh, seeing that people should look at and should follow and should um, and look at consumers? Well, I think um, something that I think we should be taking more note of is kind of looking at social enterprises, community interest companies, and obviously charities. Um, these are genuinely purpose-driven organizations that exist um, beyond just making profit. They have a social or environmental goal, which is why they exist. Um, and they also offer some really amazing kind of products. Um, so to give you, give you a few examples, uh, one that we feature on the app, they're Redemption Roasters. So they are the first UK-based coffee company. Um, so they basically train up prisoners 
um, and basically prepare them for when they're released to find future employment. Um, and they also create delicious coffee, which I've tried. So um, <laughs> by buying their coffee, you are kind of contributing to something positive while enjoying products that you enjoy. So I think, yeah, yeah. if we look at kind of social enterprises and, and purpose-driven organisations, I think that's a good place to start. That's really good. Um, does it come at a price though? You know, people worry about, well, sustainability is going to cost me so much more. And I know that the prices are coming down, but are, are you starting to see that they're coming down or are we still sort of struggling with price bit? Yeah, well, I, I think firstly, it's a kind of matter of what you define as price. Obviously, there's a, a financial cost of more sustainable yeah. goods, but if, if you kind of think about the environmental cost or of cheaper goods, that's arguably higher. Um, but yeah, certainly kind of the financial side, you do pay more for sustainable products. And, and that's because um, these, these companies aren't cutting corners, that no one's getting ripped off. So when you buy a, a three pound t-shirt from Primark, um, someone is getting ripped off along that kind of process. And it's not you and it's not Primark, it's someone at the very start of the supply chain. Um, so the, the kind of social cost of that is huge. Um, but we are actually also seeing some businesses who have demonstrated that it is possible to produce sustainable goods, um, ethically made goods, and also pr uh, provide a really quite affordable price point. Um, to give you one example, there's a, a t-shirt manufacturer called Yes Friends. Um, they've managed to create an ethically produced t-shirt for £7.99, made of organic cotton. It supports um, the workers, so the, the people who produce the garments, um, and has lots of other kind of sustainability criteria. So I think they've actually shown that it is doable. Um, they're also, I think it's kind of small batch production, made to order. So they've kind of really thought out the whole kind of operation and process. Um, and they and yeah, kind of dispelled that myth that all sustainable products have to be expensive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so coming up to Christmas, what are your top tips for buying ethically? So um, in terms of kind of giving gifts, uh, we actually released a guide on Ethi quite recently about um, kind of five ways to kind of shop more ethically this Christmas. Um, I, think, I think the first one was um, so to gift experiences rather than products. I think that's um, especially relevant coming out of, of the pandemic during lockdown. Um, it's great to kind of spend time with people and things. I, I think that's, uh, that'll be a kind of greatly appreciated gift this year. Yeah. Um, also finding out what people really want just before aimlessly buying lots of gifts. Yes. Are they actually going to use this or are they, again, just going to put, put it in the bin? Or um, So yeah, find out what they want. Um, keep the receipt. So if, if they don't want it, you can return it. It's not going to waste. Um, and also perhaps maybe don't do gifts this year. I, I know it's, I don't want to be kind of a Scrooge, but no, right. <laughs> I mean, it, it does help the environment and we need to kind of take significant action. Um, so perhaps you can avoid gifts and just kind of enjoy spending time together. Yeah. I, do you know, I recently did a poll on LinkedIn and it had outstanding results and it was about sort of buying gifts. And the one there was there was two that really came out. One was don't buy me anything at all, save your money. And the other one is make a donation to a charity of my choice. Um, right. on, you know, and I thought that that and they both really stood out. And the, the buy me something fancy was the last thing that anyone wanted. So, yeah, you're, you're totally right there. Um, in, I mean, you've obviously spent time looking into sustainability and ethical procurement. Um, who inspires you in that field? Um, so there's one kind of, well, I mean, there's lots of people that inspire me in the field. There's lots of people doing kind of great work all over the world. Um, but there was, there was one individual who 
who really stood out for me. Um, her name was Isato Sise. Um, she's a Gambian activist. Um, she became known as the kind of queen of recycling. Um, and, and she's done some kind of incredibly, incredible things in the recycling movement um, in that part of Africa um, and really kind of transformed the whole kind of country's kind of policy on recycling. Um, I won't go into kind of too much detail. It's a really long story and I probably won't be able to do it justice. Um, <laughs> she's someone who, who I really kind of remember, obviously coming from a third world country with not many yeah. opportunities, um, having the kind of ambition to kind of make this drastic change in a country which perhaps didn't understand what recycling was at one point, um, I think it's really admirable. Yeah, I'm going to certainly look her up. And we've come to the end, but this has been really insightful. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm definitely going to be thinking about how I buy, what I buy, and where I buy it from. And we'll be looking on Effie uh, for if I do buy any presents. Um, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And good luck. I, you know, I know you're, you're a recently founded company, but I think you're really, really going to go far. And I'm excited to see where Effie goes. And we're excited to partner with you for the Responsible Com uh, Futures Conference as well. So um, thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you, Sam. All right, bye-bye.